know, we're in this world to, to impact the world. We want to leave the world a little better than we found it, right? Uh, how do you measure that impact? You measure it through people. And, um, you know, specifically, are you improving the lives of others? You know, are you improving your own life? And having that tribe of girlfriends that you will walk through this journey called life with you, um, you know, it's just, it's something that you should never take for granted. Welcome to the Fierce Mothers podcast, where we help black and brown women find guidance and inspiration every week. We are so excited to have you listen in. I'm your host, Ugochi Onyewu. Hey, Ngozi, it's so nice to have you back. How are you? Hey, Ugochi. Thanks for having me. I am doing so so well. Thank you. Yes, yeah. I'm super excited for this chat. So for the audience, just in case you don't know, Ngozi was a, a guest on the, a few a few episodes ago now, right? Seems like a lifetime <laughs> yeah. ago. And I, know. I I wanted us to catch up and just chat about what's been going on since we last spoke, because I know a lot's been going on and I, I'm really excited to dive in. So, you know, Mm. you can maybe kick it off for those who didn't listen to the previous episode. And just as as an aside, if you haven't listened to the previous episode with Ngozi, just go to the website, fiercemothers.com, the podcast section, and you can listen to that. So that would be great to do after this. But tell the audience about you. For those who don't know you, where were you born? What was life like growing up? Just talk to us a little bit. Let's get to know you. So I was uh, I was born in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, go blue! And I have um, four sisters and a brother. So life was definitely not boring. <laughs> um, yeah. Growing up, it it challenged me um, in a variety of ways and just you know really shaped who I am today. Um, I am Nigerian. I'm Igbo. Um, that's my, my, my cultural background. And, um, when I was 12 years old, my parents, uh, uprooted us and moved us from Ann Arbor, Michigan to Calabar, Cross River State in Nigeria. <laughs> um, huge culture shock as we just, you know, as we discussed previously, it was, it was a lot. Um, not only did they, did they move me from one country to another, um, kicking and screaming, by the way, they actually, um, dumped me straight into boarding school. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) So it was definitely an experience. And I got to tell you that when I was in it, um, you know, I had so much resentment and just fear and just, you know, anger um, about, you know, the, the switch, but looking back today, it was the best thing ever. Um, You know, first of all, just getting to learn a whole new culture, my culture really. Mm. Um, And then going to boarding school and, you know, learning to live with other girls um, and, have, you know, grow, growing together as women was just phenomenal and absolutely defined who I am today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting you mentioned that because I think that was always in you. Yes, there was that resentment, but you talked about you've already sort of honed in on what we're going to be chatting about, like growing up with other <laughs> women and this and that, because you're a girl's girl. We talked about this the last time. So, you know, mm-hmm. I and I can understand that. I can't even actually I can't I can't imagine the culture shock because I went to boarding school in Nigeria as well, as you know, but I, I didn't move from the UK, you know, straight to boarding school like you did. So um, but, you know, I'd love for you to update the audience on what's been happening since we last spoke, you know, talk to us about that. Oh, my gosh. Um, 
Yeah, we spoke what I want to say maybe a few years ago. I think it was back in 2019 even. It was. Um, it was. And so that was a while ago. And well, we all know what happened, right? Like we don't like to say the P word, um, but pandemic anyone? Mm-hmm. Hello. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. So we basically, we were moving along, right? We thought we had life figured out. You know, we were, we were doing our thing and then life was like, really? Okay. Hold my margarita. <laughs> Hold my margarita. I'm, I got you. And then the pandemic hit and everything we thought we knew got turned upside down. So um, it's so funny. I'm in such a different space now than I was we, when we spoke the last time. And I think everybody is, literally the whole world is, but in a good way. Um, it was a journey. Um, I've done a lot of things. Uh, I've done a lot of self-reflection. I've had time to just sit and be introspective. Um, relationships, which, you know, I'm, I'm always I'm always here for that. Definitely had a shift in some of my relationships uh, just because our ways of communicating and connecting changed. Um, and that, you know, that definitely impacted some of my relationships. Um, some of them were sorely tested. Um, a few broke down, a few got put back together better than before. So, you know, it's, it's been uh, an interesting journey over the last few years. I got to, um, I don't know if you've ever done the Enneagram. It's like a personality mm-hmm. test. I, I yeah. got to learn more about myself um, and, and, and that I'm an eight on the Enneagram and, and, and how that interacts with other numbers. And so it's, it's really been a blessing. Um, it, it's been a, it's a little bit of a curse and a blessing, but I've done a lot of um, self-discovery and um, just really learning about who I am and how I interact with other people. Yeah, awesome. And you've also, um, you also started Tribe Fest 30, right? So was that already, in, I don't remember, was that already, it was in its nascent stage at that time or had it even started? You know what? Um, Ugochi Tribe Fest 30 was not even a, a thought at the there time. I, I hadn't, yeah, it, it really came came about as a result of, of the pandemic and just, you know, my friends, and we're struggling. I, you know, I had people who were, we were all home. We were, you know, there were folks who were alone. There were people that just, you know, were scared, right? We didn't know what this pandemic was going to do. People were, we were losing people. And I just wanted to lift everyone's spirits. And as you know, I have a background and a passion for health and fitness. Um, I, you know, you know, former marathoner, um, you know, hit, hit aficionado. I'm just, I just love it all. And my friends have always, always be like, um, just my consistency and my ability to show up and encourage and motivate others. Mm-hmm. Everyone's always like, you know, you really need to do something with this. You're so positive. You're such a great um, encourager. And so during the pandemic, I just started doing live workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, it just started with my friends and it was really just a thing to do. It was for me too mm-hmm. to connect, right. Um, connecting with purpose. And then it just got bigger and bigger. Um, I started doing it for, for, for my company Um other people and it just started to grow and then tribe fest 30 was born so yeah yeah I love that and I remember those workouts Saturday morning was it 8 30 or 9 I don't know yes ma'am <laughs> yes right yes. and early it was awesome yeah yeah you mm-hmm. are awesome you are awesome and well of course we'll talk mm-hmm. a little bit more about tribe 30 but you know I do want to take a step back I just wanted to make sure I called that out because you hadn't mentioned it and I know it hadn't started when we <laughs> when we last spoke but, you know, you talk a lot about female relationships and, um, you know, the importance of your girls. And, and we talked a lot about that the last time. But 
I really do want to revisit that because I think that's important and it's part of the whole Tribe Fest 30 story and who you are. Mm. So I do want to ask, why do you think, Ngozi, why do you think female relationships are so important in general, especially now, right? (laughs) Especially post-pandemic, especially because we're all in a different space. We all went through trauma. Mm. Talk to us about why those relationships are really so important. Absolutely. Listen, I got to tell you that I would not have made it through the pandemic without my friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. my girlfriends were like, they were golden. They gave me life. Um, We, you know, we did everything from just because it was all virtual, right? We couldn't get together. So we would, we would get on Zooms and, you know, we would would clown around. We had parties. It was, it was great. Mm -hmm. You know, I always say this as humans, we are wired for connection. We're not wired to be apart, to live separately. Mm -hmm. Um, It's in our DNA. We crave you know, that connection. And specifically, I think female uh, friendships are so important because we're women. We get it. We, we, we go through life. We go through stressors that, you know, if you're not a woman, you just, you won't understand. You, you just can't. And then when you find that group of women that actually gets you right. And like accepts you and, and, you know, you know, is there to lift you up. That's just, you, you can't put a price on that. Um, I always say that, you know, we're in this world to to impact the world. We want to leave the world a little better than we found it, right? Uh, how do you measure that impact? You measure it through people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, specifically, are you improving the lives of others? You know, are you improving your own life? And mm-hmm. having that tribe of girlfriends that you will walk through this journey called life with you, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just, it's something that you should never take for granted. And so mm-hmm. it's, for me, it is of paramount importance as far as, you know, my life goes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. To your point, like we, we get it as women, right? We just get together and we just understand. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. we know. <laughs> it's just that connection. <laughs> unspoken, <It> has, <laughs> right? Unspoken, you know, with all that comes mm-hmm. with it, right? I just love us mm-hmm. with all our drama, with all our issues. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just get yeah. together like, girl, I know, I know, I know. Uh, and, you know, there's something mm-hmm. you said, actually, while you were talking that just sparked another question, which I want to just kind of hold that thought. You talked about making an impact, right? The impact you have Mm -hmm. on the lives of others. Um, Mm -hmm. So hold that thought, because I do want to come back to that. I want to call it out. But I I do, before we kind of segue into answering that question, I do want to ask you, you know, based on recent experiences, a lot has happened since we last spoke. What do you think in terms of you talked about being in a different space? What would you say Mm -hmm. is the most important lesson that you've learned based on these recent experiences, including the pandemic and other experiences you may have gone through. Talk to us about an important lesson and how you're different as a result, you know? That's a great question, actually. And to be honest, I actually have two lessons that I came out of this pandemic with. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I mean, it's it's the first one is stop projecting your expectations onto other people. We do this more than we realize. Um, you know, you when you're interacting with people, you expect them to act a certain way or, you you know, there's a way you expect them to respond. Or, and, and you're doing that based on who you are, but they're not you. They are their own individual person with their own thoughts, feelings, reactions, and you have to respect that. Hmm. If you start projecting your expectations onto other people, you're setting your up, yourself up for failure and disappointment. And when you're disappointed, that erodes the relationship because what you're thinking is, well, they're not holding up their end of the bargain, you know, or they, that wasn't a bargain they made with you. Yeah. You, you impose that on them. Yeah. So just, just stop projecting, okay? I'll meet people where they are and, and be accepting of who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll make your life so much easier, honestly, and you will be far less disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing, I want to say that the second lesson I learned was 
you are not as important as you think you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that sounds harsh. And you know me, I give it straight, no chaser. But to be honest, listen, I'm not saying you're not important as a person. I'm not saying you don't matter. What I'm saying is that it's not about you. Mm. People are walking through life dealing with their own situations, okay? Yeah, you text a friend and she doesn't text you back in five minutes. It's not about you, mm-hmm. all right? You call up a girlfriend and she can't, you know, she cancels a brunch on you. It's not about you. Like, don't take it personally. People are dealing with all kinds of things. You have no idea. Just the reaction, action or reaction, 95% of the time, it is not you. You're not as important as you think. No one's walking around thinking about you all day. Like, seriously, just understand that. And when you understand that, you'll be able to give people the benefit of the doubt. You'll be able to give them grace. You know, and it's just, it makes things so much easier. And, and and I say that with a caveat. Now, if you know there's something you've done, right, like you need to own that. Mm. But in the general scheme of things, um, people aren't acting or reacting to you because of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they've got their own situations going on. And mm. it's important to keep that, keep that in mind. I love that. You know, it's funny. It's so interesting. And and I didn't honestly didn't know that you were going to say that. But this is one of the things that I've been working on this year. It's not about you, Gochi. It's not about you. But you know how that really applies. And I know you and I have actually spoken about this. And now we're going to segue into Tripefest, but it's all kind of coming together. I'm so excited. You know, when you say it's not about you, you know, we've talked about this, putting yourself out there in terms of your message and your platform and you're like oh gosh I don't want to share this or I don't want to share here this platform may not be appropriate or whatever Mm -hmm. I've kind of internalized it as it's not about you it's about your message Mm -hmm. and who you can impact you talked about make having an impact on the world you know and so it's like get over yourself no one is really looking (laughs) at you they are concerned about your message and how it can Mm -hmm. help them and how it can make an impact so get over it nobody cares about you right not nobody cares about you but you know what I mean right so with with that said I'd love to hear your thoughts on that and then when you talked about making so so hold that so I'd love to hear your thoughts about the whole it's not about you in terms of getting your message out there and then I'd love Mm -hmm. for you to kind of take it into talking about tribe fest you've told us about how it came to be but things Mm -hmm. you know tell us about when you talked about making an impact, how you're hoping Tribe Fest 30 will make an impact. Does that does that resonate? I have two questions in there. Does, does that yes. sound good? Yeah. Talk to us about it that. Does. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So so let me tell you a little bit. I know we've touched on it, but I'll let me give you a little bit of a summary of what Tribe Fest 30 is. Basically, mm-hmm. um, you know, and this is my little baby that I'm nurturing along. And it's really just born of a, of a desire and a passion for me to merge my 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 passion for fitness and accountability with my love of community and friendship and just, and just uplifting women. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like I said, during the pandemic, people were really down, people were struggling. Mm. And I think the endorphins that get released when you exercise and when you're just overall physically well, like there, you can't bottle. I mean, if you could, I would bottle it and sell it, but you can't, you can't yeah. buy that stuff in the yeah. store. Yeah. And so for me, Tribe Fest 30 is about finding that intersection between your wellness and your friendships, okay? Mm. The goal for me was to build a community, a movement of women who care deeply about their own wellness, as well as the wellness of others. And so I want to share that with like-minded women. Mm. You know, it started out again with the 30, so the Tribe Fest 30, it's kind of a play on, you know, tribe being, you know, group of women, Mm -hmm. fast because everything's got to be fun. You know me, girl, if it's not Mm -hmm. fun, I I, I want it. I I want it. (laughs) Um, And then 30, 
the 30 is key and people get confused, but the 30 mm. is the fact that we are busy. Okay. Mm. We do not have time to be sitting up here spending hours and hours and hours and hours on stuff. Mm-hmm. And so in and out, short and sweet, 30, mm-hmm. 30 minute workouts, right? Mm-hmm. 30, 30 second, um, you know, inspirational, you know, little, little, little nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, uh, we also offer a 30 day accountability coaching plan, right? Mm-hmm. And so the goal is in 30 days, you're ready to launch on your own, you know, mm-hmm. um, we can have nutrition plans and all of that, but the goal is short and sweet, but consistent and accountable. Mm-hmm. And so try fast 30 for me, it's, and again, like I said, it's my baby. It's, I, this is from my heart. Um, if I touch one woman at a time, that is more than enough for me. Love but that, that is the impact that I want to have. That, that's the goal of Tribe Fest 30 is mm-hmm. building this mm-hmm. community and this movement of women mm-hmm. to not only look after ourselves, but look after, look after our fellow women and, how, and giving them the tools to be able to do that. Oh my gosh. I love this. You know why I love it? I, and I know, I know that, I know that exercise is important. I know that fitness mm. is important, but it, mm. but I love your approach Ngozi, because we as women have kind of been socialized to think of exercise, at least mm. it was very last decade. Right. But we've been socialized mm. to think of exercise as a, Oh, I need to lose weight or I need to tone my abs mm. or I need to mm-hmm. you know, strengthen my arms. And yes, all those things come with it. But I love your approach how so far you haven't mentioned anything about body aesthetics. It's more about your mm-hmm. mental health. It's more about community. It's more about mm-hmm. fun. It's more about inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. love that approach. And I don't mm-hmm. know, and I'm sure you're intentional, but I love that I'm getting that from you. Right. So, so, so yeah. I just wanted to call that out. So that's awesome. 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 I love it. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, no, you're right. Because this is not, we're not, this is not, um, we're not focused on getting you to a certain number or mm-hmm. a certain size or fitting into any social standard of what beauty is. That is mm-hmm. not exactly that is the antithesis mm-hmm. of Tribe Fest 30. Right. Mm-hmm. So that wellness and that wholeness is you as a total woman. Right. But not confined by societal expectations of what that looks like. I love it. I do love it. I mm. love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Talk to us a little <laughs> bit. I want to I want to I want to know Ngozi, when you started Tribe Fest 30, um, obviously you had all the zeal and I was right there. We would talk about it and everything. But what looking back now. And I know TriFest 30 is slowly exploding and, and you have achieved a great level of success in a short time. But with everything, mm-hmm. right, there's always like, oh, I wish I'd known this when I started. Would you even mm-hmm. have started is the first question if you'd known what it was going to be like. And I, I think I know the answer. But what mm-hmm. do you wish you had known when you started TriFest 30? Oh, my gosh. So and now this is going to sound weird because like I am not I mean, I'm I'm an open book. I'm out there. I, you know, I'm a little, I'm an extrovert or maybe an ambivert, I should call it, but very extroverted. So not shy, but listen, I did not know the level of effort that goes into creating a social media presence. And And I love being on. Mm. Listen, I, listen, give me a stage, honey. I have never met a stage. I will not rock. (laughs) But to be honest, um, and the world that we live in, every, you know, everything is so social media, you know, conscious that you, you have to maintain that presence. And the thing is that it's, it's no longer at will, like, mm-hmm. right. So when you're doing your personal social media, you can mm-hmm. get on or you cannot get on. Right. Yes. It's, it's, it's whatever, but there's so many rules and guidelines and expectations around social media for business. Right. Or, you know, that it's that don't allow you to just, you know, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And so there's metrics and you got to worry about the law algorithms and it's just, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I, 
that I did not find that part fun. I really just, I'm more spontaneous. I just want to get on when I get on and get off when I get off. And so I wish I had known, (laughs) you know, the level of effort and intentionality that has to go into building that social media presence. Um, It's a lot. I will do it because like you said at the beginning, it's not about me, right? Mm -hmm. God has put this on my heart, this purpose, and I have to fulfill it. Mm -hmm. So I have to put aside those feelings of being overwhelmed or whatever it is and show up. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I look, <laughs> you know, I get it. You I know, know, you know I get it. <laughs> I get yeah. it. I get it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So what words then of encouragement or advice would you have for anyone that's wishing to start a community like Tribe First 30, mm-hmm. but they're not mm-hmm. even sure where to begin? You know, I think the number one thing um, when you're looking to start something is don't try to change yourself. Don't don't change yourself to fit into whatever it is that you're creating, hmm. um, because the reality is that if if you need to stay true and authentic to yourself, people love that authenticity. Hmm. OK, there's there's no mold you need to fit into. If you want to start something, if you want to start a community that you truly believe in, that is your passion, come as you are. Hmm. People will love you flaws and all don't don't try to be perfect don't a lot of people will go on on to like instagram and look look at other people that are doing things and try to fit that mold that it's not going to work that's not you that's them so come as you are don't change yourself warts and all you will find your tribe you will find your people that you resonate with um the other thing i would say is start where you are i cannot tell you how many people I hear are like waiting for the perfect time or, you know, the perfect place or in life, you know, my, when my kids grow up or when I finish school, just start where you are with what you have. Perfection is procrastination, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking to myself, too, because a lot of the times I, I put stuff out or I feel like I'm not ready or sometimes even like from a health perspective, I'm going to be at, on the top of my game. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're such a hypocrite. You know, but I'm like, no, just. Just start where you are with what you have. Be honest and be authentic. If you're having a day where you're struggling, tell them. Yeah. Say it. I'm struggling today, you guys. Yeah. I'm yeah. human, but I'm still showing up mm-hmm. because I believe in this. Mm-hmm. So keep your, so show up, start with where you are, and then always keep your why front and yeah. center. Don't lose sight of why you're doing this. Yeah. The minute you lose sight of why you're doing this, you're going to derail. Mm-hmm. Remove mm-hmm. yourself, even several times a day if you have to. Why are you doing this? Why do you show up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are the things that you need to keep in mind as you start your journey. I love it. I love it. And I also, what I also love is that you haven't talked about making money because this isn't really about that. And you know, I'm so passionate Mm. about fulfilling your life's purpose. And I know it sounds like a big word, but to your point about what you're called to do, and we're all in our own lanes mm-hmm. and we're all passionate about what we know we can inspire in other people. And I love that you mm-hmm. haven't made this. Of course, it's a business, but that's mm-hmm. not the primary goal. The primary goal mm-hmm. is back to what you said is the impact. And I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. I also love, Ngozi, that you mentioned your why, you know, sticking to your why. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important. And to that, I have a question for you. You talk about sticking Mm -hmm. to your why. So who is your biggest inspiration and why? Why are they your biggest inspiration? Talk to us about that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so funny because people ask this question a lot of people. I don't know about others, but for me, it it really switches. It it, it shifts. It changes, Um, you know, just depending on where I am in life, what I'm trying to do, you know, what my goals are. Um, 
right now, and so now if you ask me this a year from now, I don't know, but today, when I think about my biggest inspiration, somebody that I am really like girl crushing on right now and obsessing over is Serena Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Serena Williams is the GOAT, as we all know. But I just, I first of all, obviously, from a physical and just, you know, fitness standpoint, she is like, you know, mm. killing it. Mm. But most importantly, I love how um, she retired from tennis, you know, last year, mm. so gracefully, mm. no, no explanation, no regrets. You know, she just, she bowed out on top. Um, she, she, she completely called out her sister Venus. So she gave Venus her flowers in front of the whole world. I mean, mm. oh my God, y'all talk about <laughs> sisters and a sisterhood. Mm. That is what I love to see. She gave Serena her flowers mm. and she has made space for other women to step in mm. and shine. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Serena is literally right now, she is just she, like she's killing it as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I don't know if you saw, but after like the next day after she retired, she was like in bed, like living her best life. I okay, like getting I her beautifully. <laughs> I mean, I, I love, did. love, love that. Yeah. And yeah. so she's also pivoting. I love how she's mm-hmm. pivoting. Mm-hmm. So she's a boss lady all mm-hmm. day, right? She's got mm-hmm. jewelry, she's got her clothing line. I think she just mm-hmm. got some supplements. I mean, she's mm-hmm. just She's killing it. She's killing yeah. the game. And so yeah. I am so inspired by Serena Williams mm-hmm. right now. Like, give her all her flowers, y'all. Yeah. All of yeah. them. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But of course, your girl, <laughs> Gabrielle Union, still up there, right? She's still. Oh, she, yeah. I love some Gabby. That's my little <laughs> Kiki. I mean, we can sit down and Kiki, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember that from the last time. Mm-hmm. I love it. And it's and I think that both your inspirations for similar reasons, right? They just call out that whole community, that whole being authentic, being who you are. Mm. This is me, you know, what's and all, but still killing it, right? Still able to show mm-hmm. up and be a boss in spite of it. And mm-hmm. I think that's the message to me anyway, I, you know, which is why I love doing these podcasts. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the nugget. I'm learning this. And I want to call it out as I learn. It's it's like you can still be a boss and be authentic. You can still be a boss and have flaws. You can still be a boss and be vulnerable and say, I'm not having a good day and still inspire yep. someone. So it's not about the having everything be polished all the time. It's just showing up mm-hmm. as you are, which is what you said. I love that, Ngozi. I love it. I love it. I love yeah. it. So, you know, you I know you talked about struggling with having to show up and it's a lot of work, not being spontaneous on Instagram. But, you know, I do want to know, do you ever get just overwhelmed with it all? And I think I asked this question, not just for me, because this is not about me. Remember, it's not about me. But I know that a lot of business, small business owners, solopreneurs, you know, having to do it all themselves, you know, can get overwhelmed. So I want to know if you do get overwhelmed and how you maintain a sense of balance and mental wellness. I'd love to hear that from you. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I'm human, right? I I have a full life. Um, if I hadn't mentioned I'm married, I have three kids, I have a full-time job. So mm. you can only imagine all of that and then try Fest 30 on top of it. Mm. So short answer, yes. <laughs> mm. I get overwhelmed. Um and I, you know, I, I definitely have to be intentional about balancing everything that I'm doing um, to ensure my mental wellness. So um, last year, uh, about mid-year or so, I, I experienced a personal loss. I lost my father. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it caused me to pause for a little bit on everything that I was doing. I, you know, we, you know, we had, you know, I wanted to grieve a little bit and we had to plan things and it was a lot. And so I paused Tribe Fest 30 and the interesting thing, though, was that 
in pausing it, I, I realized that I actually was heading towards burnout. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't realized that because I was just going and going and going. I don't know if you know, but right, for the last two to three years, I've released videos every week, yes. every Wednesday for the last two years, yes. my, my little, um, you know, workout videos. Mm-hmm. And, and I just was doing it. I, I, you know, it was what I was, I committed to. And so I did it. But I, when I paused, I, it suddenly I felt a huge like relief, mm-hmm. like a burden was lifted. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so immediately then I said, okay, this is turning out not to be funny anymore. And it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And so pausing like that showed me not only was I overwhelmed, but I needed to reformat kind of and, and change the way that I was doing things because I don't want to experience burnout. Mm-hmm. I don't want to not show up for the people that, you know, I'm showing up for. Mm-hmm. And I also want to do it in a way that, um, you know, I, that is, I can, that I can sustain it's sustainable. Mm-hmm. And so you know, for me, what did that look like? I, I actually, I'm, I'm a little bit on pause right now still because I'm, I'm recreating and revamping things to, to, to fit my audience. And so um, in the course of, of reviewing and, and kind of going through, I, I was able to identify my, my target audience, which is really women between mm-hmm. the ages of like 35 to 65-ish, mm-hmm. um, dealing with some of the challenges of like perimenopause, menopause mm-hmm. and all of that. And so Learning that and seeing that and understanding and also being a woman within that age range, right? Mm-hmm. Experiencing things like that. I mm-hmm. am in the process right now of actually revamping Tribe Fest 30 to account for some of these challenges. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're going to be creating new workouts that are you know, easier on the joints, mm-hmm. addressing energy levels. You know, your energy levels are up and down when you're dealing with some of these things. You know, mm-hmm. there's hormones and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at more fluid movements, you know, mm-hmm. building muscle because mm-hmm. we start to lose muscle mass as we get older. Mm-hmm. And so things like this. Um, and then also that mental wellness piece of it. Mm-hmm. Tribe Fest 30 is not just about the physical. In fact, Tribe Fest 30 has a huge emphasis on that mental wellness because mm-hmm. you cannot achieve sustained physical wellness without you, you know, your mental wellness. Mm-hmm. And so tailoring programs that address these issues that speak to this. And as I'm doing that, I'm, I'm like the number one test you know, test, uh, tester of it all. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's how I've been able, identifying I was overwhelmed, stepping away and now reformatting things to speak to that. Because I believe if I'm, if I'm feeling this, there's no way others are not. And so I want to come back, you know, just as strong, even stronger, Mm -hmm. but with a much more tailored program that speaks to that, um, you know, being overwhelmed and that mental wellness and Mm -hmm. and how to balance all of that, Mm -hmm. you know, as one piece. Oh, it sounds awesome. It sounds awesome. So you've told us what's next for Ngozi and TriFest 30, you know, in terms of <laughs> making this more tailored. I love I love that you talked about having that pause and really being able to think through where you wanted this to go, which is great because mm. now you can show up, you can identify mm-hmm. when you're approaching burnout. So you don't have to take another pause because as a business expands, <laughs> yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to become harder to take a pause. And that's a lesson for everyone yeah. too, right? So getting those structures in place. So thank you for sharing that. What's your source of motivation? What motivates you to get out of bed? What motivates you to keep going? What motivates you? Because you wake up super early to work out. What motivates you, Gazi? <laughs> I do. I do. So actually, you know what? I'm in a lifelong competition with my husband and he is not going to win. So. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but, but we do, we, we definitely do, uh, you know, iron sharpens iron kind of thing when it comes yes. to working out. He's yeah. great. But yeah. to be honest, I think my source of motivation is my kids. Um, mm-hmm. So as I mentioned, I have three kids. I have, um, 
18, 16, and 13, two boys and a girl. Mm -hmm. Um, And just looking at them, I, you know, I, I want to be an example for them and Mm -hmm. specifically my daughter. Okay. So my daughter's Mm -hmm. the youngest, she's a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, My boys are good. They're, they're, Mm -hmm. they're, they're great. Um, I think they're, you know, they, they've got a good foundation and it's a man's world. So, you know, they're, they're good. But my daughter, I really, really want to model a healthy, well-adjusted woman, you know, mm. to her. I wanted to see me living my best life. No excuses, no apologies. I wanted to see, right, mm. like, like to actually see mm. that she can do, be, achieve whatever she wants. Mm. Um, and I don't want to tell her that. Mm. I want to show it to her. Okay. And so every day I'm so intentional about how I live. I want to show her that, you know, failure is a part of life, you know, Mm. go for it, Mm. do that thing. And and, and if you fail, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Mm. Show me a person who's never failed. I'll show you a person who's never tried. Yeah. Okay. So for me, my motivation is knowing that my kids, especially my daughter are watching and learning, you know, about life through me and what I model. Oh, that's, that's my awesome. motivation every day. That's awesome. That's awesome. You, you know, she's watching. She may not say much. <laughs> she may roll her eyes because I have a daughter to make you talk, but she's watching. Embarrassing okay. mom, embarrassing yeah. me oh, on yeah. social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but she's watching. She's mm-hmm. definitely watching. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. How can mm. people find out more? So I know at this point, the audience is like, okay, we want to sign up because you know, I wanted to mm-hmm. sign up when I heard about it. So <laughs> how can they find out more? Where are you? What's your handle, website, contact information, all the things. Let us know how we can reach you. Absolutely. Yes. And I'm really excited. We're doing a lot of things at Trifest 30 right now. I'm working on some digital content. I'm going to have resources that I'm going to be putting together that are going to be available for women um, to download. I'm going to have plans you can follow, accountability journals, so much in the works, and I'm so excited about it. Um, we also are building out our website, so it's not available yet. But in the meantime, if you have any questions, feel free to email me. Mm-hmm. It's tribefest30 at gmail.com. Um, any questions, you know, I, I, like I, you know, this isn't about the money. So I really am about helping women and I am, you know, I will work with you in whatever capacity is needed. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at TribeFest30. Mm-hmm. And I also have a Facebook um, group as well, TribeFest30. That's, it's on pause right now, but I will be picking it back up once we come up with the new format. So I'm available on, in any of these, um, any of these methods, reach out, find me, let's have a chat. I love it. I love it. This has been awesome as always. Is there, is there anything I haven't asked you that you want to make sure the audience knows? Um, you know, I think you've covered it all. And, you know, listen, you know, I can talk forever. So <laughs> <laughs> feel free to cut me off. But no, but I just while, while I have, you know, everyone's attention, I just want to encourage us as women, um, live your best authentic life. Um, look out for your friends. Check in on somebody today. You, you, you never know what people are going through. And like I said, it's not about you. Mm. Put your feelings aside. Um, mend that fence if you have to. Take care of yourself. Okay. Self-care. Don't feel guilty about self-care. One of the things I discovered in working with women is that we feel really guilty when we take time off, Mm -hmm. right? Like when we take care of ourselves, Mm -hmm. listen, get the massage, get the Mm -hmm. pedicure, Mm -hmm. lay in bed, do that thing that makes you happy. That makes you, you know, take care of yourself first. And that'll make you a better mother, friend, sister, whatever it is, um, you know, to the world in general. So that's my message to you today is just Take care of yourself. Take care of a sister. We got to look out for each other. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. This has been awesome, Ngozi, as always. And we'll be following closely <laughs> and celebrating and cheering from the sidelines. Can't wait to see where you go with this. It's going to be amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Ngozi. Thank you for listening to this episode. What was your main takeaway from this episode? What did you like? What, in your opinion, are some ways that we could improve? I want to hear from you. You can reach me at ugochi at fiercemothers.com. To learn more about Fierce Mothers, please visit our website at fiercemothers.com and join our mailing list for our weekly newsletter. The newsletter provides powerful tips and inspiration for life. Please remember to like and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Fierce Mothers. Follow me on LinkedIn at Ugochi Onyewu. We are building an engaged community of fierce mothers. So please tell your friends about the show. See you next week. Thank you.